Hello and welcome to Wagawheel Coffee Table. It's a film podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 29 of the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. I'm your host Ellis. Um, I hope you all had a good new year um, and enjoying 2024 so far. Um, as I said in my last episode, which was The Boy in the Heron, you can go check that out. Um, today's episode would be um, a ranking or a tier list of every film I watched for the first time in 2023. Um, so we did this last year for 2022, but there are a lot of films. Um, there's a total of 73 films. Um, that I watched for the first time in 2023. I don't know if that's a lot for like a cinephile person. It's probably not, but it's a lot compared to what I was doing in 2022. So this is going to be a long one. Um, I spent way too long on the last tier list that I did for 2022. So I think I've learned my lesson. I'm going to try and power through it a bit more. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So I've, this, this is in chronological order. So it starts with the first film I watched um, in 2023. And then we go all the way through. Um, till the end of the year um, some of these obviously I would have spoken about in episodes of the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast um, so probably those I'll spend less time on um, but there's a good mix of both in here and like films I was going to do episodes on that didn't so it'll be a chance to talk about some films yeah so we have a tier list um, it's A, B, C, D, E and F and then S is the best one um, what I'll try to do is make like a top five in S. So if there's loads in S, I'll try and narrow it down and move some to A, and then we'll have a top five, and I'll put those in order. But the rest will not do in order. But I'll come to that at the end. So let's get into it. So the first film I watched in 2023, and this seems like a while ago, was Glass Onion. It seems like ages since this came out, but I remember this coming out in the beginning of the year and or the end of 2022. I can't remember, but. And people were being really hyped about it, and you know, I, I was too. It was pretty. It was a really good film. I definitely, I definitely preferred it to the first um, Knives Out. Um, I don't know why, really. I can't really put my finger on why. I think I just preferred the mystery of this one rather than the uh, the first one. I didn't really the revel. I remember the revelation in the first one not really being that like interesting to me. Um, but yeah, so Glass Onion is going to be in. A, B, C, D, E, or F. It's not S. I don't think it's A. It might be B, or... Yeah, let's put it in B, I think, for now. And I'm not... I think last year I was checking Letterboxd to check my star reviews. Um, I'm not going to do this this year. I'm just going to do this purely on memory and how I think about the film. Because a lot of these I watched, you know, about a year ago. So it's it's kind of a testament to... I mean, maybe it's a bit unfair for the films I watched at the beginning of the year but I think it's a testament to films that I watched at the beginning of the year that I still rate highly because I still remember them and remember things about them. Right, next oh my god that was this year Everything Everywhere All at Once, the Oscar winner I didn't watch it until the beginning of of, the, of this year I, I'm sure I must have spoken about it on the podcast but I definitely really liked it I don't think I liked it as much as a lot of other people but I definitely did. Is it A or B? I think I'm going to Put it in B or, oh, B or A, B or A. I think in retrospect, I like it a, a lot more than when I did when I, at the time. Um, like I've maybe it's just people's opinions have kind of affected how I think about it. But I'm gonna put it in A for now, but that might change. Okay, next I watched the menu. I remember really liking the menu. Um, 
I look back on it now and it is definitely more on the nose than I usually like, but I did really like it at the time and I'm going to put it in A because um, I just remember really enjoying it. Um, obviously, Ray Fiennes is a phenomenal actor. It's a shame about his views on J.K. Rowling. Well, his positive views on J.K. Rowling, but we move. Uh, but I really like him as an actor. Um, I think I said it at the time, like, when he acts, I feel like he's just doing it for me, and that's something I don't really experience with a lot of actors. Okay, next is Sleeping With Other People. This is the uh, Jason Sudeikis and Alison Brie rom-com that came out 2015. Um, I think I remember, I don't know why I watched this, but I just remember I love these two actors. Alison Brie's one of my favourite actresses, um, obviously from Community and other things as well. I think she's always really good in everything that she's in. And obviously Jason Sudeikis is really funny in a lot of things, and especially, you know, watching Ted Lasso and all this kind of stuff. He, he's really good in a lot of things, so I thought I'd watch it. Um, and it is really, really good film. Um, it definitely, like, wraps up very quickly and, you know, it ends with the wedding, which is a little bit forced. I feel like maybe the producers were like, it has to end in a wedding. But yeah, I really enjoyed it, and there's a beautiful shot in it. It's like a very, like, normally shot rom-com a lot of the time, and then there's a really beautiful shot of them at, like, twilight on a ferry in New York, and I just thought it was beautiful. Um, anyway, so sleeping with other people, I'm going to put this... It's not an amazing film. I'm going to put it in C, I think, because the ending, although they're charming, the story is a little bit predictable. Um, but they're very charming in it. Okay, next is Perfect Gentleman. So, <clears throat> at the beginning of the year, I was going to do a Nora Ephron episode. So I thought, let me just start with Perfect Gentleman. I've only seen, I think at that point, I'd only seen When Harry Met Sally, and it's one of my favourite films. So I watched Perfect Gentleman, uh, which is her first uh, film. Um, it's it's okay, it's... it's it's not great, I'll be honest. Um, it's very interesting. I can't remember much about it, though. Um, I can't even remember what the story is. I think they're all women who have husbands or partners in jail, and they go to visit them, and they try and break them out, maybe, or they try and rob a bank or something. I can't remember what it's about. Uh, I think they rob a bank, maybe. Um, <clears throat> again, didn't love it. But is it worth a D? I don't know if it's worth a D. Um, that sounds weird. But I don't think it's on the... I think I preferred sleeping with other people a lot more. I'll go with D. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Uh, next, I spoke about this one in an episode of the podcast. It's um, Phineas and Ferb the movie about the third, fourth dimension or something. Second dimension. Um, you know, if, if those of you have listened to that episode, you know how much I enjoyed this film. Um, obviously, it's not a perfect film, but the ending's really good. It's a lot of fun. But I think I'm going to put this... I'm really wishing I had my star ratings up so I get some sort of idea of how I enjoyed a film but I'm going to put this one in B that seems like too high I'll put it in C just just because B feels a little bit too high for Phineas and Ferb the movie but that's a little bit unfair okay next I, I watched The Fablemans that came out this year wow I suppose it seems like so long ago since the last Oscars, but I guess all these films, well, the Fablemans and everything everywhere, um, were at the beginning of the year, So, or I at least watched them at the beginning of the year. They might have come out in America at different points, but in England, beginning of the year. Uh, so the Fablemans, obviously, really enjoyable film. Um, similar, I kind of compared it a lot to Cinema Paradiso at the time, I think, and I definitely prefer Cinema Paradiso, but you definitely get a sense of Steven Spielberg as a person, and I can't remember who said this, but this is definitely not my original thought, but 
Um, you can definitely see why Steven Spielberg is such a masterful director because he has like the analytical and logical approach of his father and also the artistry and beauty and kind of not whimsy but kind of the flowing nature of his mother and you can kind of see how those two things to come together in his films um but yes the fablemans i'm going to put that in a i think i really enjoyed it um at the end of this we'll definitely move people around and because I'm, I'm, I'm already sensing that I'll, I disagree with some that I've already put there. So at the end, we'll go through them all and move some around if we need to. Okay, before Sunrise, um, I haven't I haven't actually watched the rest of the trilogy, um, but I have it all on DVD. I have the, um, is it the Criterion Collection version, I think I have, of the trilogy? Um, but yes, I, I was really hyped for this, and I think that's why it was a little bit disappointing, and that'll affect it. I think I'm going to put it in B, um, but I think I was so kind of... What's the word? I was so excited for Before Sunrise um, and thought it was a film I would I would love and would be my favourite film of all time that when I watched it and it wasn't as good as that or it didn't live up to those standards, I was very um, disappointed. But it was still a really good film. Um, it's just a little bit too much, a little bit pretentious for me, um, but it's still a really good film. Uh, next, I watched Sleepless in Seattle. Again, part of the Nora Ephron thing. Um, also watched it on Valentine's Day, I to show anyway uh, with my girlfriend it was an enjoyable film it's a bit stalkery um and i think i was comparing it a lot to when harry met sorry obviously because it's meg ryan and it's nora ephron but still enjoyable Nah, shall i put it i'm gonna put it in c i think i didn't love it love it okay next 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 is babylon really interesting film one that i was really interested to to see because i'd heard before it came out i was really excited for it and then I watched it after a while after it had come out in the cinema, I think, and after it had obviously come out in America first, and the kind of consensus seemed to be that it wasn't very good and it was a bit too much, but I really, really liked it. Do I like it enough to put it in A? I don't know if I do. I'm going to put Babylon. Oh, but I did really like it, though. Oh, I don't know where to put it. Um, we'll put it in A for now. Oh, I watched a lot of good films this year. Next is Kajillionaire. Really, really liked Kajillionaire. Um, watched it with my mum, I think. Um, she didn't really like it. I think it was a bit, like, quirky. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was actually a really romantic film, actually. Um, I remember being quite enthralled by the relationship of the, the two women in it. Really interesting, like, heist kind of film. Um, or like more of like a scammer film. Really interesting family dynamic between the parents and the daughter. I'm going to put this straight in A. I really, really like that. I'm actually going to move... Oh, I don't know. I was going to say I'm going to move the menu down to B, but I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, Pinocchio. I watched the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Again, really enjoyable. Um, really, like, good take on... Or good, not good take, but really interesting take on the Pinocchio story. We are, we had a lot of Pinocchio films this year, but I only watched this one. Because um, it seemed to be the only one worth it. I'm going to put this in B, I think. Next is All Quiet on the Western Front, and again, another big Oscar favourite from last year. Obviously, a really incredible film, a relentless film. One way, it was one of the first uh, war films where you really are, like, heartbroken by the youth of the army and, like, how younger guys mainly were kind of excited to go and die for their country and not really understanding that that's what they were doing, um... I, obviously, there probably other films that have done that, but it was the first one that I'd really seen that encapsulated that more than, like, 1917 did. 
Um, I'm going to put this in A as well. Wow, there's a lot of good films at the beginning of the year. I'm definitely going to move some from A to B, I think. Right, next. Okay, so next, the next four are Scream 3, 4, 5, and 6. So obviously Scream 6 came out around this time of year. So I and my friend is a big uh, Scream fan, so I kind of watched it with him and then but then beforehand kind of watched the rest of them. Um I think I spoke about it in the episode in an episode of this podcast. Um I genuinely can't remember which one's which, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly go through them all on IMDB to see if I can remember. Obviously it's sad about the screen films. Well not sad. I'm glad that um the main actress has kind of put her foot down and you know, they're, they're now gonna they are now aren't making a film because she's put her foot down and said, No, this is what believe in and I will not be pushed around and the rest of her cast and the eve i think even the director maybe i can't remember has kind of stepped aside and when in uh in out of respect and out in like no we agree that you know this if someone believes in something if someone especially a something that's kind of as you know it's it's a genocide against the people you know it's if someone believes in that they shouldn't lose their job and I'm glad that people t- kind of took a stand and that they're not going to make a seventh one now. Um, okay, so Scream 3 is Weird Haircut from Courtney Cox. Oh, I, th- I don't think I really like this one. I think for these, I'm actually going to look at what I rated them all because it's it's too much. So Scream 3, I rated three stars. Scream 4... I rated four stars. Scream slash Scream five. I rated four stars as well, and Scream six. I rated four stars. Okay, so Scream three is gonna go in C, and then I think the rest of them are gonna go in B. So four, five, and six are all gonna go in B. Again, I, I spoke about um, these kind of more at length in an old episode of the podcast, and there's so much to talk about in them that I'm not gonna go through it now. But I really like the Scream series. It's like a good horror for me. It's not really even horror anymore. It's kind of um, pastiching horror and all that sort of stuff and it's pastiching itself and referencing itself but I really enjoyed it anyway next John Wick I wasn't going to do a John Wick episode I think I spoke about this in an episode but I didn't really like it enough to do a John Wick episode it's actually going to go in C I didn't really like it well I did it's still C there's only one in D so far no in E or F I've watched a lot of good films this year okay next is the Super Mario Bros 2023 film now, I rated this three and a half stars, I remember, on Letterboxd, and now I've really gone sour on it. I think it's everything wrong with modern cinema. I think it didn't take any risks. I think it's not very good, anyway. And I think we were kind of wrapped up in the, oh my god, it's a Mario movie that isn't terrible. Um, so I'm going to put it in E, actually. As, at the time, maybe if I'd done this tier list after it came out, I would have put it in maybe C. But now I've really, like, soured on it, especially now that we've got, I don't know, we've had such a good year for films recently, and, you know, we got um, The Boy and the Heron, for example. Like, animated films can do so much more than that movie. Um, next, I watched Mario Bros. movie 1993. Again, not very good. It's going in E. Um, I know there's a lot of, it's a kind of a cool classic, a lot of people like it, but for me, no. Both of them aren't good. Okay, next. For some reason, I watched a Man Up. It's the Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. Lake Bell. Lake Bell and Simon Pegg film. Um, the rom-com. Um, not great. It's kind of charming, but it's not great. I'm going to put it in D. 
Um, I can't really remember much about it. I remember the ending being a very cheesy, cheesy and earnest, which is fine, but not really for my liking the way that they did it. But it was it was it wasn't a horrible rom com to cheesiness. Like the main, it's like Sam and Peg and Lake Bella, charming actors. So I think that did a lot of the heavy lifting for this film. But and you know the setup is interesting of you know the blind date, um, them getting mixed up and being with the wrong people. Um, next, this is kind of on my. Well, I only watched two films by him, I think, in the end. But I was gonna, I was gonna do an episode on uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, so I watched There Will Be Blood first. Um, it's a fantastic film, really, really special film. Uh, it's and it's so different to like a film that we'll talk about in a bit called Licorice Pizza. It's really different to that as well. I think I'm gonna put it in A for now, but we might move it up. Um, ugh, there's too many films in A so far. I've watched a lot of good films this year. I think it's because in the last tier list, like, there was a lot more bad films than good films, I think. Um, next I watched Air, the, um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck film. At the time, I quite liked it. I think I gave it, like, three and a half stars. It's a good film, but it's interesting, like, I remember me and my girlfriend talking about it, that it kind of paints Nike as the underdog, and when it's like obviously maybe in that world it really is but it really it really tries to paint it as the underdog and it, i just didn't buy it um but i'm gonna put it in c because it's still an interesting film and one the, the story that i don't know much about next licorice pizza um i think i've actually quite soured on licorice pizza i, I think i rated it maybe three and a half three stars at the time um but it's kind of the story i don't really like and it's kind of the weird age gap thing which i'm not really into I'm going to put it in D, I think, actually. It's still a nice film, but I don't really have any fond memories of it at all. Next, I watched Young Adult, which is the kind of rom-com comedy starring starring Charlie uh, Theron, Patrick Wilson, um, uh, Pat Oswalt, all these kind of people. Definitely a good film. I, I think I wanted to, wanted to watch this because of an old um, films to be buried films to be buried with episode with Patton Oswalt and they were him and Brett Goldstein were talking about it and it sounded like a really interesting film it wasn't as um unique as I was expecting but it was still enjoyable I'm going to put it in C I think next After Sun really special film maybe my first S of the tier list I definitely didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to but I still loved it five out of five if that makes sense, like, I still watched it and I thought, this is incredible. And the ending is insane. Like, I'm, I've maybe thought about After Sun every week since I've watched it. I definitely, yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was, but it was still, like, an S-tier film, so I'm still going to put it in there. Um, next, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Really enjoyed this at the time. I think at the time this came out, um, I'd seen, like, Thor, Love and Thunder the previous year, and, you know, I'd tried watching a lot of the shows that Disney had, Disney had put out with Marvel and just not really enjoying them. And then this came out and it was just like, oh, thank God, a decent Marvel film. And I think I rated it like four and a half stars, but I definitely don't love it as much as that. I'm going to put it in B, because mainly just because the bar was so low for me. Even though I knew, like, I trusted James Gunn with this, fran- with this Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, but... Yeah, I just, I was expecting something off. Next we have Lilo and Stitch. Um, my girlfriend's a big uh, Lilo and Stitch fan. Like, around this time she was watching the TV show and I'd never even seen the show or all the films. So we watched the film together. and It's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. It's really funny, actually. And the dynamic between everyone is really fun. So I'm going to put it in B. Next, Across the Spider-Verse. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Because I didn't like it 
I didn't like it as much as the first one. And I th- and on the second viewing, I liked it a lot more than the first viewing. And I, I'm going to say it again, but I've, I said this in the podcast at the time, it's kind of like Godfather Part 2. It's a lot more ambitious and bigger than the first part. Um, but it's just not as enjoyable for me. And a little bit overcomplicated, maybe. Oh, do I put it in B? That seems harsh. I'm actually going to put it in in B. Basically, I'm comparing it a lot to the first one, but the first one I wanted to rewatch instantly and always want to rewatch the first one. But the second one, I haven't had a need to re. Yes, I watched it twice. That's because I didn't really like it the first time, so I wanted to watch it a second time. Um, but I've n- haven't wanted to rewatch it since. And with the first one, the first Spider Verse film, I wanted to rewatch it all the time. So yes, next film, Signs. Really, really good film actually. My first M Night Shyamalan film. Um. Really enjoyable. Uh, really good, like m- alien movie where like the they sleep through the invasion, so it's really like it shouldn't work, but it really, really does. Like the dynamic between the family is really interesting. You get young Whacking Phoenix as well, but it's really, really interesting film. Really good film actually. Um, I'm gonna put it in B, but I do have a lot of films in B. Next we have Mulan. I really can't remember much about Mulan. I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember much about it. I'm gonna put it in C. Next film, Insomnia. I was trying to watch uh, all of um, Christopher Nolan's films before uh, Oppenheimer came out. Um, And I think this was the only one I had left. Um, So I watched Insomnia. Didn't love it. Really didn't like it, actually. I'm going to put it in D. I just remember it being... Like, it should be good. It's Al Pacino. It's Robin Williams. It's Christopher Nolan. It should be amazing. But it doesn't feel... First of all, it doesn't feel Christopher Nolan. Secondly, it just doesn't feel right. There was just something about it I didn't like, and that's why it's in D, and I'm sorry. Next is Tangled. This is one of the better modern Disney princess films. I still didn't love it, though. It's good, but I didn't... Is it bad enough to put in D? I think it might be. I'm going to put it in D. I'm very sorry. That feels unfair. But let's let's just continue. That feels a little bit unfair. Next, Asteroid City. I saw there was an, there was an article that came out recently that put Asteroid City in one of the worst films of the year. But for me, it's one of my favourites. Like it's definitely one of my favourite films that came out uh, last year. So I'm going to put it in A for now, but it could go into S. At this minute, there's only one film in S. Um, if it stays like that, then it'll stay like that. But I might move some things around to make it a little bit more even. Next, we have The Dial of Destiny. I'm really soured on The Dial of Destiny. I think I rated it three and a half stars at the time. But again, similar with the Super Mario Bros. movie. I've really soured on it. It's really, like, shallow and doesn't have much meaning behind it for me. Which I was really sad about because I thought they would have put a lot of care into it. But, you know, it should be good, but it's not. I'm putting it in D. It's better than I thought it was going to be, though. I think that's why I rated it so highly, because I thought it was going to be terrible. But it ended up being okay, but it still wasn't great. Oh, okay. We have an S-tier film. Yee yee. Definitely an S-tier. Probably my favourite film I watched last year. Um, definitely the best film I watched, watched last year. One of the best endings I've ever seen. Just an incredible family drama. Um, I, th- I'm, I spoke about it a lot in an episode, an old episode of the podcast, so go back and listen to that. But it's... Yeah, it's a wonderful film and definitely one of the best films I've ever seen, purely from like a technical and story standpoint. It might not be like my favourite film of all time, but just from like, there's a, there's a question in films to, be buried, films to be Buried With, I've mentioned it again, sorry. That's like, what's the pinnacle of cinema, what's the greatest film of all time? And I think I'd definitely put Yee Yee up there, for sure. Next, I watched Blackberry. Ooh, really good film I watched last year. 
the Glenn Howerton story of Blackberry film. Really, really enjoyed it, actually. One of my favourite films I watched last year. I want it to get so many Oscars, it won't. But I want at least it to get, like, a writing or a nomination for Glenn Howerton. Is it A or S? I think I enjoyed it more than all of the films in A. Mm, maybe not, actually. I'm going to put it in A for now, but we might move it around. Okay, next is Top Gun. Really disappointed with Top Gun. Kind of made me not watch Maverick as well, actually. Even though Maverick, I'm sure, is much better, but... Yeah, I didn't love Top Gun. I'm putting it in D. It's still good, but it's just not my cup of tea. Next we have Hayao Miyazaki's first film, Lupin the Third, the castle of whatever. Um, is definitely his worst film, but it's also his first film. It's not Ghibli. Um, I'm going to put it in D or C. I'm going to put it in C. Actually, D seems a bit too harsh. Next we have Wolfwalkers, the animated film. Um, can't remember too much about it, but definitely remember it being interesting and good. So I'm gonna put it in B, maybe C. No, I'll put it in B. Okay, next I went. I was off work with COVID, maybe. I can't remember. I was off work sick for something. It might have been COVID. Um, but I watched Mission Impossible Two, Three, Ghost, Pro- Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Um, I'm actually gonna, I made a list on Letterboxd, like a tier list of Mission Impossible. So I'm just gonna go through this and see where I'm gonna put it. Okay, so Mission Impossible Two, not a good film. Really not a good film. I'm gonna actually put it in E. I really didn't like it. Mission Impossible Three, um, definitely not my favourite. I prefer it to the one, I think. Um, but obviously, Philip Seymour Hoffman does a lot of the heavy lifting here. Um, I did a whole episode on these films, so there's more details there. But I'm gonna put three in C, maybe, and then Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Okay, so Ghost Protocol, hmm, good film actually. But not my favourite. I think it really hits its stride in the next two. Uh, I'll put this in C as well, actually. Mm, no, I'm not. Put it in B. No, C. C, 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 C. I'm actually going to put uh, three. Oh, no, I did like Mission Impossible. T- I was going to put Mission Impossible 3 in D then, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, next we have Rogue Nation. Probably my second favourite. It's going to go in B. That's why I kind of moved Ghost Protocol to C, just because... Or decide to put it in C just because I knew Rogue Nation was so much better. And then Fallout, I'm putting it in A. Really good film. Really, really excellent film. And Dead... Oh no, Dead Reckoning... I will do Dead Reckoning now. I watched Oppenheimer and Barbie in between it, but let's do Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning is going to go in B. Okay, next, Oppenheimer. I really... I haven't rewatched it and I wanted to rewatch it, but I haven't. Um... I think, on retrospect, I've enjoyed it a lot, actually, a lot more than I thought I did. I think at the time I was a little bit overwhelmed with it, but um, now looking back, I think it's a masterpiece. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put it in A. I made this tier list on Excel, um, not like a proper tier list maker, so I'm having to make the, the whole table bigger because I have so much more films than last year. Next we have Barbie. I think I've actually soured a little bit on Barbie. It's a fun film, but I didn't love it, I don't think. I'm going to still put it in B, but... It's not as good as I think I thought. Next, Hercules. Uh, this was actually on one of one on like top of my list for watching like classic, or well, not necessarily classic Disney animated films, but Disney animated films. Um, and I really, really liked it. I don't think I liked it as much as I thought I was going to, and I can't remember much about it. And I was hoping for more like Greek myth- mythology stuff, um, but I've put it in C. Next, we have Can You Ever Forgive Me. Um, the Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant film. Um, really enjoyable, really well written, really well acted. 
Um, oh, I'm going to put it in B. Oh, there's a lot of films in B. I'm going to have to switch some stuff around. I think some stuff's going to have to go in C. Um, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Next, The Day the Earth Stood Still, the original one from the f- 40s, 50s? 1951, 50s, yeah. It was enjoyable, but obviously it's not an incredible film. Um, We'll put it in D. I didn't love it, to be honest. It's still interesting, an an interesting premise about, like, one that's been used lots in modern day, where something, an alien comes to Earth and says, you need to fix, you need to stop war, all this kind of stuff, and for that to come in a post-Second World War world is really interesting. Next, oh, another S-tier film, Past Lives. I've spoken about Past Lives go listen to my episode where I discuss it, it's my film of the year, it means so much to me, I relate to a lot of it, all of the above, go go back and listen to the episode of the podcast because there's a lot, I speak about a lot in that film. Um, next we have Independence, oh that went in SD by the way, River Past Lives, uh, next we have Independence Day, really not a good film, it's going in E actually, really didn't like it at all, it was very America. And I didn't like it. Um, next we have The Creator. Maybe the opposite. <laughs> Probably anti-America. Um, this is going to go in C. I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to, but it's still really good sci-fi. Next we have Coraline. Spoke about this in an episode of the podcast. Really enjoyable. It's going in B. God, there's so many films in B. But it's going in B. It's deserving of it. Next we have Punch Drunk Love. Adam Sandler at his very best. It's an excellent film. It's going in A, I think. Right, next is Killers of the Flower Moon. I mean, I didn't really speak about Punch Drunk Love, but it's it's fine. I, I think I spoke about it in one of my episodes. Um, it's a really good film, really well acted, really interesting story, really different as well. Um, but didn't really like how it went to like a mafia film, but I still enjoyed it. Next, Killers of the Flower Moon. Again, this is one I really like enjoyed even more on in retrospect i haven't rewatched it but i think on a rewatch i'd love it it's going in a next we have elemental i'd heard bad things about elemental so i wasn't really excited for it um it's definitely going in d still but i enjoyed it more than i thought i was going to next we have love and love and other drugs i think i watched this on my anniversary maybe a really funny film like anne hathaway and jake gyllenhaal are really charismatic in it the story is interesting and kind of engaging but there were some parts of it that I didn't really like. The, like the illness part of it kind of felt added on. Um, but it, the, the the world of pharmaceutical sales is definitely an interesting one. And one that I haven't seen used for like a rom-com. Um, so it's going to go in C, I think. D seems too harsh. Next we have Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I recently, over New Year, um, or just before New Year, I re- re-watched the Hunger Games films. Um... And they're they're actually really good. <laughs> like the first two were really really good, but obviously they couldn't be in this telly because I'd seen them before. But Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the new prequel, like watching the new ones and how much of and you see how much of like a horrible person Snow is. It's hard to see that he was once this person. I'm gonna put this in C. I think I think on like it's got kind of worse as the more I've thought about it. Um, I think it could have done a lot more. I think it was like too many films in one, like too many ideas in one, and also I didn't really, I thought there'd be more to Rachel Ziegler's character, like is she trying to trick them, is she trying to deceive, and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, next I watched Spotlight, uh, the film about the Catholic, the, the investigations of the Catholic Church, 
uh, and it's pedophiles. Um, yeah, it's an excellent film. It's one that's difficult to watch, 100%, and one that was was difficult to watch. Um, but it's still an excellent film. I'm putting it in, in A. Next, Nightmare Alley. Ooh, I don't know where to put this one, actually. I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. It's, in, it's an interesting film. It's Guillermo, you know, anything Guillermo does is interesting, at least. I think I'm going to put it in B. Another film in B. Next, we have The Nightmare Before Christmas. Enjoy, really enjoyable film. Songs are really good. Story's really interesting. I think I'm going to put it in C, though. I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to. Um, I think that's often not the not, that's not a bad thing about the film. That's just my kind of preconceived ideas of what a film is going to be like. Um, but yeah, definitely didn't love it. Um, but a really enjoyable one. Next we have Plus One. Um, you guys know how much I love Jack Quaid. I'm a really big fan of his. I think he's excellent in everything, and this is no um, no exception. I also think Maya Erskine is incredible in this one. I'm really looking forward to seeing her in the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, I haven't really seen her in anything else. I think going in B, actually. Jesus. No, C. C, C, C. Okay, next. I watched this one with my mum. This next one, it's called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. A new film that came out on Amazon this year. Um, excellent film. I really, really liked it, especially watching it with my mum, who kind of grew up in a similar uh era to what the child is growing up in um so i'm definitely i'm gonna put this in a i definitely enjoyed it could be an s to be honest but i'm gonna put it in a right next we have point break I watched this recently um over christmas actually i watched it just because i wanted to see what the hype was about definitely enjoyable but i thought there was gonna be more twists than there was um i'm gonna put it in d no d seems way too harsh i think it's because i've got so many films in in c I'm not. I don't want to put it, but it's in C. Next, we have Last Orders. Oh God, this was a bad film. It's uh, Michael Caine, Ray Winston, Bob Hoskins is in this film. It's just like this really boring film. None of none of, and it's got Helen Mirren in it. None of the actors are doing are like doing anything interesting. The script is boring. The film is boring. I just didn't like it at all. And it's going in F. I think so because. Here's what I, here's what I'll say. So the films in E are both Super Mario Bros. films, Mission Impossible Two, and Independence Day. They're all at least interesting, like exciting in some way. Last Orders was just boring, and I hate boring films. Next we have The Boy and the Heron. Oh God, obviously just interested about this. Is it an S or is it an A? I think I'll put it in A for now, but then we'll we'll think about it. Next I watched Belfast over the Christmas period. I wasn't sure what I thought about Belfast. I was watching it and thinking, Wow, this is this is amazing. Like, I can't think of a fault with this. But then I I kind of read reviews and that kind of affected my opinion of it. And it, for some, for, for, some, for a film about something so kind of violent and traumatic and like a big bit of history, I didn't really feel anything. It kind of was too perfect and it felt very directed, if that makes sense. Like, it felt like um, Kenneth Branagh was directing you know it didn't feel like he was directing he was directing which sometimes is a good thing but sometimes it, i didn't i didn't really love that um so i'm gonna put it in oh i still really enjoyed it i'm putting it in b i think because even though that's the case it was still really like a good film now christmas with the coopers like i don't know if anyone knows this film but it was just a film that was on amazon and me and my parents needed something to watch on christmas eve and it wasn't that good i'm putting it in an e because it wasn't horrible but it it's got an amazing cast I'll, I'll actually I'll just read out 
the cast of Christmas with the Coopers because it's incredible. So it's got Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, John Goodman, Ed Helms, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Alan Arkin, Amanda Seyfried, um, Marissa Tomei, Olivia Wilde, and many other people. Um, it's not that good. It's a really good cast, but it's just not that interesting. Um, next is Wonka. Watched this with my mum in the cinema. Was kind of blown away at how much I enjoyed it. I, even though I'd heard people were liking it, I still I still wasn't convinced. Um, so I went in there with like kind of low expectations. But I really enjoyed it, actually, and it's going to go in B. Next, Leave the World Behind, the new Julia Roberts Netflix film. I liked a, a review on Letterboxd that was just, if, if edging was a film, this is it. And 100%. It's like so much build-up for something that isn't that interesting. Um, but it's still enjoyable. I'm going to put it in C. And the final film I watched for the first time in 2023, film number 73, was X plus Y. This is an Asa Butterfield film uh, with Sally Hawkins in it. Um, it's a film that was shot in Sheffield, where I'm from, and a film that I'm actually kind of in. I'm not in it, but I, I was kind of sat on a, a hill with my friends when it was being shot, and they were shooting on that hill, and they kind of came over to us and said, could we just take your names just in case you're in shot? And I hadn't watched it. Like It's been out maybe 10 years, and I hadn't watched it, and I watched it, and I'm not in it. The scene that I'm in the back meant to be in the background of is in the film but i'm just not in the shot but it, it's it's fine it's fine um it's a good film though would i put it b or c i'll put it in b i'm biased but i'm putting it in b okay that's that's the entire tier list done so so far we've got after sun ye and past lives in s oh is anything in a worthy of being in s we have everything everywhere the menu fablemans babylon Kajillionaire, western front there will be blood asteroid city blackberry Mission Impossible Fallout, Oppenheimer, Punch Drunk Love, Killers of Flower Moon, Spotlight, Oh There God It's Me, Margaret, and The Boy in the Heron. Boy in the Heron, maybe. But I think maybe that's it. Yes, I think it's just going to be a top three. Actually, After Sun Yee and Past Lives. All excellent films. I don't know if I can put those in order. I think it would it would maybe be Past Lives Yee Yee After Sun, or Yee Yee Past Lives After Sun. But yeah. Any other moves I want to do? In B category, we have Glass Onion, Before Sunrise, Pinocchio, Scream 4, 5 and 6, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Lilo and Stitch, Across the Spider-Verse, Signs, Wolfwalkers, Rogue Nation, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Barbie, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Coraline, Nightmare Alley, Belfast, Wonka and X plus Y. Oh, is there anything in A and B that needs to be swapped around? Anything in B that needs to go lower? No. In C, we have Sleeping With Other People, Phineas and Ferb, Sleepless in Seattle, Scream 3, John Wick, Air, Young Adult, Mulan, Lupin the Third, Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Hercules, the Creator, Love and Other Drugs, Sunbirds and Snakes, Nightmare Before Christmas, Plus One, Point Break, Leave the World Behind. Nightmare Before Christmas seems harsh, maybe that should be in B. Um, Ghost Protocol seems harsh, maybe that should be in B. Oh, I think Ghost Protocol is going to go in B. Indeed, we have Perfect Gentleman, Man Up, Licorice Pizza, Insomnia, Tangled, Dell, Destiny, Top Gun, The Day the Earth Stood Still, and Elemental. Licorice Pizza, that seems very harsh on Licorice Pizza. But I just didn't really enjoy it. It was bo- It was kind of boring in parts, and also way too long, so I'm leaving it. Anything needs to be moved down there? No. In E, we have Super Mario Movie 2023, Super Mario Movie 1993, Mission Impossible 2, Independence Day, Christmas with the Coopers, I'm happy with that. And in F, we have Last Orders, which I'm also very happy with. It's incredibly boring. I think that's it. I'm going to leave it like that. So... The top three are After Sun, Yee Yee, and Past Lives. And after I have a total of 73 films. It's a huge tier list. I hope you all enjoyed me doing that. I kind of really speeded through it. In the last one, it took me like an hour and 20 minutes to do all of them. 
and that's just too long, too long. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I'm sure you disagree with a lot of them. Um, I watched a lot of films for the first time this year. Um, I'm hopefully going to do a Oscar um, episode soon. Um, I just need to catch up on a few films. Like there's a few films that haven't come out yet this year uh, in England, such as uh, The Holdovers and Poor Things. Like I haven't got, I haven't seen those yet. They're not in the cinemas, at least near me, uh, yet. So once I've seen like the main Oscar buzz films, um, I'll try and do an Oscar episode. Maybe once the nominations have come out. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed that. I've, I definitely, I'm not 100% happy. Um, but what I will do, what I'll try to do is um, on Letterboxd I'll try and do a tier list of every film I watched for the first time. Um, Not a tier list, sorry, a um, a ranking of every film I watched for the first time. So I'll put all of these films in a definitive ranking. Um, But I'm not going to do that now because that'll take way too long. I'll just do it when I'm bored today. Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, You can like the podcast. Um, Please follow it. Please leave a review if if you would like. Please share it. Um, like I said in my last episode, I'm hoping for good things this year from this podcast, um, and that's down to me. Obviously, putting good and good, making it good, and putting effort into it, but also, you know, you guys sharing it and liking it, and you know, giving me feedback on what you like, what you don't like, those kind of things. That would be really appreciated. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had a good year. No, hope you've done. God, it's only been a, a week into the new year. <laughs> I hope you've had a good start to the year. Goodbye.